0: What is up y'all? Welcome back to another episode of Surfing the Stream, where every week we are on a quest to find out what is the greatest movie of all time. I am Matt Primo, and today we are here to review Alien 3, or Alien to the Third Power, or whatever you want to call it. Alien 3. As of right now, we are going through two different series. We are reviewing all the X-Men movies that have been theatrically released, all the X-Men movies, the Deadpool uh, the new trilogy, the old trilogy, the Wolverine movies. All those movies are going to be reviewed in order of theatrical release. And then I'm also reviewing all of the Alien movies. Aliens 1 through 4, the AVP movies, as well as Prometheus and Alien Covenant. So be on the lookout for all those reviews. And then coming up in July, we're going to be doing war movies in review. We're going to be starting off with The Patriot on July 4th. And then the rest of the month, we'll be reviewing uh, about three other movies for the public. And then Patreon supporters get two additional uh, reviews on top of that. And then at the end of the month, we will be doing a top 10 episode for our top 10 best war movies of all time. Josh and I, who's my brother, will be doing uh, that episode at the end of the month. So be on the lookout for that as well. Uh, we got a lot of things coming up in the near future. Uh, as soon as I'm done with one of these series of Alien or or uh, X Men, I'll be jumping into The Godfather and then Lord of the Rings and then so on. I got lots of stuff planned, and we got about what three more genre series, three or four more genre series planned uh, for the rest of the year. So it should be exciting. We should be watching a lot of movies and reviewing a lot of movies. We are coming up on episode number one hundred. 100 reviews, guys. 100. Uh, we didn't start this podcast off in in June of last year like we did the two-game podcast, but we are coming up on the one-year anniversary of, of doing podcasts in general. So I am super excited to, to finally hit that one-year mark. It hasn't always been fun, but for the most part, it's been fun. It's been an enjoyable experience. I love doing these podcasts. I love doing the movie reviews each and every week. In fact, I have not stopped doing movie reviews since... Uh, We started it back in October, if I'm not mistaken, or September, one of the two. Uh, Whenever we started it, I have not, we have done movie reviews each and every week, and maybe the two-game podcasts have been skipping weeks here and there, but for the most part, I have done recording every week for the last year, and we're going to continue to do so. We're going to be here for a while, so thank you for clicking on this episode and listening to our reviews each and every week. Please share us amongst your friends. Uh, on social media, wherever. Tell people about us. Uh, Get our names out there, please. Uh, But regardless, we appreciate you listening to us each and every week. If you like what we're doing here and you want to consider supporting us uh, monthly, then go to patreon.com slash 2game. That is the number two. Uh, We have a $5, $10, and a $20 tier. You can support us at any of those tiers, and you get a slew of perks. You get all of our content early. You get all of our content Uncut, unrated, X-rated, whatever you want to say. We don't cut out any jokes. And then you get two additional podcasts. We get a music review podcast and an anime review podcast as well. So patreon.com slash twogame. And we appreciate you if you, uh, if you support us that way or just click on this video again. Just regardless of how you support us, thank you so much. Let's jump into Alien 3, Alien to the Third Power, whatever the hell you want to call it. I, uh, man, I just, I don't know. I'm already struggling to get through this series. The X-Men series, I'm having a lot of fun with that. I am really enjoying watching this series so far. I mean, I'm three movies into the X-Men series. So, really enjoying that series. I mean, it could fall off any time. Uh, it's past this point that there's only like a couple of movies that I've seen uh, like several, several times. Uh, there's like three, maybe four of those movies left that I, I'm not too familiar with. Like I've watched like twice, maybe three times. So hoping the back half of this X-Men review series isn't that bad. But so far in Alien, just to recap, we reviewed the first Alien movie, a masterpiece. I gave it five stars. And then last week, we reviewed Aliens, number two. That was the James Cameron one. And... While I understand why people love it so much, I'm just not as high on it. I think I gave it a three and a half stars. And now we're up to Alien 3. And these back-to-back movies, like I like Aliens, but I'm not super crazy about it. Like, I'm like, eh, I could watch it, but I'm probably not going to go out of my way to watch it. Now we hit Alien 3, and after watching this, I'm not very optimistic going forward. I'm really not. I mean, we got the AVP movies, which I mean, I've seen one of them, and I don't anticipate any the second one being any good. Uh, Prometheus, I've seen, which I really like. I just, uh, I don't know how the series can go from here. I I hope this is not another Underworld type series where I enjoyed uh, like one, two movies, and then the rest were like complete garbage. So I, I have a feeling that's what we're heading towards. Uh, I hope not, though. Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna remain positive, guys. Going to remain positive going through these uh through these movies and going into this movie I was super positive I I saw that this is more more of a suspenseful movie more of a kind of going back to the original a little bit they're not they're getting rid of the action and I was like okay all right I am down I'm down for that because that was my my biggest complaint of the second one was it got rid of the horror the horror, the suspense aspect of that that series and I just wasn't a big fan of it. And now we're kinda slowly dipping into yeah, it wasn't just it wasn't executed very well. But we'll jump into that. Let's jump into the plot and the fun facts. After her last encounter, Ellen Ripley crash lands on Fiorina 161, a maximum security prison, when a series of strange and deadly events occur. Shortly after her arrival, Ripley realizes she has brought along an unwelcomed visitor. This movie was directed by David Fincher, who has directed a bunch of good movies, by the way. Zodiac, Fight Club, Seven, Girl with the Dragon Tattoo, Curious Case of Benjamin Button, The Social Network, and Gone Girl. I've seen Zodiac, Fight Club, Seven, Benjamin Button, and Gone Girl. So there's only like two of those movies that I haven't seen. And for the most part, yeah, I love all of those movies, except I, I haven't seen Social Network and Girl with the Dragon Tattoo. So, really love his work uh, going into this movie. It had a budget of $50 million, and it grossed worldwide $160 million. That is up from the uh, $18.5 million budget from Aliens. This movie stars Sigourney Weaver, Charles Dutton, and Charles, is it dance or dance? I want to say dance because he's, you know, he's British, and that's what I'm going with. Uh, If you don't like it, you know what you're going to do. Uh, it has a runtime of one hour and fifty-four minutes. Uh, we'll get to that in a second. The movie was released on May twenty-second, nineteen ninety-two. Seven million dollars were spent on sets that were never used, thanks to the ever-changing script. New scripts were being written daily and being approved daily. So this all kind of a lot of these fun facts kind of goes back to the the same central thing that's been happening in this movie the the production issues. And a lot of it revolved around David Fincher and the studio. David Fincher wanted you know the movie to be like this, but the studio wanted it to go in a different direction. So there was so much studio interference with the production, with the filming, that David Fincher... Uh, eventually, I, I don't know if he stepped down or he got fired. Uh, one of his quotes said he got fired like three times during uh, production. And I think he finally got let go during post-production of the movie, so he didn't even finish the movie. But David Fincher has stated uh, that no one hates the film more than he does, and like I said, after being fired during post-production and the constant studio interference during filming. Sigourney Weaver was paid $5.5 million. Uh, Nice chunk of change. Uh, The first film in the franchise where they show the xenomorph eating the victims. So yeah, David Fincher had a lot of issues in in the filming of this movie. He actually doesn't even consider this movie to be a movie that he made. Like this was his uh, his freshman movie. This was his movie, first movie he ever directed for a uh, for a Hollywood, and he doesn't even consider this to be his his first movie. That's how much he hates this movie. Like he claims nothing about this movie. So jumping into my general impressions, I I'm gonna go to the runtime first. I feel like that is where I need to start because it's part of the uh, the plot and the fun facts and whatnot. So the runtime is one hour and fifty-four minutes. My God, does this movie feel like two and a half hours? I thought the last movie was was uh was bad as far as the the pacing and whatnot. That was one of my biggest issues with the fir- with the uh, the second movie. I thought there was a lot of movie that could have been cut and it would have been just as good. This movie for one hour and fifty-four minutes, there's absolutely nothing going on for. I would say an hour of this movie. An hour of this movie, nothing is going on. I mean, there's shit going on, but there's really nothing going on. Does that make sense? Like, I don't know what they did with one hour and 54 minutes. I sat here bored out of my mind for, I would say, an hour of this movie. At least an hour of this movie. So, again, the pacing is way off in this movie. Way, way off. I think they could have cut 20 minutes of this and it would have been, I mean, it probably would have been a better movie. Uh, but it would have been more enjoyable. I wouldn't have felt like I wasted 20, 30 more minutes of my life if they would have just done that. But at the same time the uh, was it the assembly cut adds another 30 minutes to it. So I'm curious to know how that changes the story. How does that make it better? You know here when we review these movies, I like to review the original cut. I, I wanted to know what the uh, what the director intended for a theatrical release. Now, one little difference I am going to make with that is uh, the X-Men series, Days of Future Past. I have not seen the row cut, but I've seen the original cut many, many times. So I think I'm going to do the row cut for that one. But for the most part, I try to stick with the, the original theatrical release. Just because that's what's most readily available to everybody else. So now that we've got the pacing and the runtime out the way, let's just jump into it, guys. I really did not like this movie. I, I really don't. Uh, compared to the first one, this is it, it's terrible, to be honest with you. It, it really is. The second one was made years prior, but it looked significantly better. The worst part of this movie, and there's a lot of bad parts, a lot of bad parts, this movie looks god-awful. I get it. They're on a planet with a prison and it's supposed to be a wasteland and whatnot. But Jesus, this movie is an eyesore. It, it really is. The CGI is terrible. I mean, the CGI just a few years before from James Cameron and Ridley Scott. I mean, the, everything just looked better in those two movies. And this movie had more budget. And it looked worse. I don't understand it. it doesn't make any sense to me. So, looked god awful. I, I hated looking at this movie Every time, every second that passed in the movie, I'm like, why do I have to look at this movie one more second? I kept looking at my watch, see how much longer I had in it, and it just felt like it dragged, and it just, there was nothing appealing about the look of this movie. It had one tone, it had that orangey tone throughout the entire movie. And then on top of that, you have all these characters that look just alike, and... No offense to my British fans out there. I mean, the accents, okay? I don't have a problem with British accents. I actually love them. Uh, I actually, I mean, Harry Potter. I mean, come on, guys. British accents, why not? Uh, But as far as the accents and the looks, it all is so muddled together and put together that you can't tell who is who in this movie. Uh, Other than Charles Dance and Sigourney Weaver, and Charles Dutton, I mean, obviously he's like the one black guy in the movie. But other than those three characters, I don't know who anybody else is. I can't distinguish between each and every character because they all look alike. They all have shaved heads. They all speak British. And they all kind of look similar. So when one dies, I don't, really, I don't really care. This movie doesn't make you care for the characters. They don't even care for the characters. So why should you? Yes, Sigourney Weaver is Sigourney Weaver. I mean, we've been following her for two movies now into this movie. So, yeah, we have a, a relationship with her already that they've already built over the course of two movies. So, yeah, we kind of care for her a little bit. And then Charles Dance. Yes, he was probably my favorite character in this movie up to the point that they decided to kill him and no longer in the movie. And that was halfway through the movie. Like, you just kill- they did what Godzilla did, you know, the uh, the new Godzilla movies, when they brought Brian Cranston in. Spoiler alert for Godzilla, by the way. Uh, they killed him off in the first 30 minutes, and you're like, bro, you just killed the best actor, best character in your movie, and then you expect us to go like somebody else? No. Stupid idea. They should have kept Charles Dance alive significantly longer. And the emotional impact of his death I mean, what 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 was that? I really don't know, because they're setting up this re- love relationship scene, Ripley and uh, Clemens, and it's just it's there. Like I get it. Like I'm I'm all about it. The I'm caring for both of them, and they have this this rapport with each other and this chemistry, and then they kill him off within an hour. But there's no consequences for that. There's no emotional impact for for Ripley in this movie from the love interest that you just gave her. It, it makes no sense. And then throughout the entire movie, I'm like, dude, this 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 dialogue is pretty it's pretty bad. It's pretty terrible. And that makes sense because they're legit rewriting the script each and every day. So I mean, they're just penciling in. Oh, this I bet this would sound good. Oh no 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 no. Let's let's, make, let's do it this way. And you have, you know, several people trying to pin a damn script. Yeah, it's going to sound terrible. And for the most part, it was. And I don't know if it was just me uh, or the the way I was watching this movie. I don't know if anybody else has the issue of, like, why were they whispering about the entire half of the first half of the movie? It was like Sigourney Weaver was, was talking like this, like, like, like this. I'm like, bruh, speak up. Like, come on, I can't hear you. I can't understand a word you're saying. You're mumbling. Let's go. I had to I had to put captions on because I couldn't understand a damn word she was saying. Like, speak up, bruh. Like you're in a prison. It's not like you're in a library or something. And then speaking of which, going back to the uh to the prison storyline. The story was so boring in this movie. I just I really just did not care for it. Going into the movie, when I heard that she was gonna crash land on a prison, I was like Oh, I mean, that could probably set up some drama, uh, but it never does. I mean, yeah, they have, like, one little scene where it sets up where the, uh, where the guys have not seen a woman in so long, so they try to rape Ripley, but she gets saved. But that never gets explored anymore. Like, the guys never, like, there's no consequences for them trying to do that or anything like that. So it was kind of like a throwaway scene. Like, it could have been taken out. And we would never have known better, and it probably would have made the movie better, because I would have been, it would have been what ten less minutes of me watching this movie. So yeah, the the story was just not very good. I mean, they crash land on this planet, and then they the alien is there, and he's going through the the shafts and whatnot. Shout out. And I'm just like, okay, but not nothing just nothing ever happens in this movie until about the halfway point and then the last 20 30 minutes of the movie it's legit them just running through tunnels that's all it is and it's pov shots while that's interesting but it's like i can't figure out what what is going on because it's legit just a camera you know speeding down a hallway or a tunnel and you don't know what, what what's going on. They're just closing doors. It's the same scene repeated for 10, 15 minutes at least. It, it was just an unpleasant ending to this movie. And then you have the, the the very end of the movie where we find out that Ripley has an alien growing inside her. Okay. I don't mind that aspect of the movie. There are some good, you know, Strong central plot themes in this movie that I think if they got explored better, if they had more time to uh, expand on those ideas, I think we would have had a better movie. Like the whole Ripley having an alien growing inside her—awesome! Like that changes it up from the previous to, the previous movies. But then, then that leads you into the fourth movie, which I know that she's in the fourth movie. So I don't know how we're going. To, I've never seen the fourth movie, by the way. So I can't do future spoilers. I I know that she's in the fourth movie in some capacity. You killed her off in this movie with an alien in her belly, but you wanted her to come back for four. See, that's what that's what bugs me about these like the the TV shows and these movies that are like, oh no, but but now she's like a clone, or nah bro, that wasn't really her. Like, like uh Michael Myers in Halloween H2O. Yeah, she cut her head off. No, spoilers, by the way. She, she cut his head off, but that wasn't really him. That was a security guard. Like, bruh, come on, dude. Like, we get it. Y'all Y'all, y'all need a central plan to these movies. Like, don't do what, what Star Wars and Lucasfilm does, where they just make stuff up as they go. Have a central theme of where you're trying to go for a trilogy, and then go with that. You know, have an outline. Hey, if we're able to make a second one, let's kind of explore these themes in this one. And then if that one's good, hey, then then there's this... uh there Then it goes to this part in the third one. And you have a centralized trilogy that revolves around a central idea, and it flows smooth, and it's just great. Like, I understand that Christopher Nolan didn't necessarily... Uh, plan on doing a sequel or even a third movie in that Dark Knight trilogy. but for some somehow they put enough plot points in the in the first one to explore in a second one. and it those movies just flow so well together and it's a fantastic trilogy to watch from beginning to end because they had a somewhat plan in the event that they did want to go uh, further. So that's think That's what's missing out of this movie is they don't really know where they're doing. They're just doing movie to movie, and I'm going to bounce that off of bounce off that idea to say, in the first five minute, five ten minutes of this movie, they're killing off everybody from the second movie, like they're just disregarding the second movie altogether. Like they, they acted like the second movie was so terrible that they wanted to get about get away from it as far as possible, which. From my understanding, the second one did really well, and it's regarded as one of the best sequels of all time. Granted, it's not very—I mean, I don't like it at, that much—but I can see why there's an appeal. So, to me, why would you start killing off everything and just disregarding everything about that sequel when people actually liked it? I, I just don't understand that. They killed off Hicks and they killed off Newt within the first 10 minutes of the movie. It just it made no sense and going into this prison where everybody looks the same, we have to we have to fall in love with new characters all over again. I think the best idea would have been to keep them alive. You can still kill them off throughout the course of the movie, but why did it have to be the first 5-10 minutes? You know, build that up to the halfway point and one of them dies. And then you give that, you give uh, Ripley the Scorny Weaver an emotional attachment to then pivot you into the last half of the movie. I think that would have been significantly better than what we got. So to be honest, going into this review, I, I wrote down a few notes and I was like, I'm gonna talk about this. I don't know if I can make this a a 15 minute uh, review. I, I really don't. I'm going to say it's just bad and it's boring and I mean, there's nothing redeeming about this movie and that's going to be it. Like this is one of those movies where it's, it's not so bad. It's good. It's just, it's bad. It, it really is. And like when I get into my last stand, the X-Men review, this is going to be, it's almost the exact same thing happened in that movie, but it's reversed. And it, it's interesting to have watched these movies side by side ...and have completely different opinions on it... ...even though both are terrible movies, okay? It's very interesting once I get that review out... ...and get talking about that one. But going into this review, I didn't really know what to talk about... ...and now that I kind of started talking about little things... ...I kind of opened the floodgates and apparently I had a lot of feelings about this movie. But in the end, I just did not care for this movie. I I, I don't like it. I don't plan on ever rewatching this. In fact... I was going to buy the anthology series, the all the movies in one big box set. And I was like, yeah, you know, I, I love the first one. Second one's okay. It's good. It's good. um, But I, I was thinking about buying them and watching them that way. But my, I was concerned with three and four. I was like, why would I buy the anthology series if, yeah, I mean, if three or four sucks? Do I really want to buy that? I don't think so. So going into this movie, I had high hopes that I would be able to go buy that that box set. And as of now, not buying the box set. I believe you can buy this for $15 on Voodoo. I think the anthology series, where you get all six movies, four, five, six. Yeah. You don't get the Alien vs. Predator movies, but you get the Prometheus and Alien Covenant. Uh, all six of those movies are like 23 bucks at Best Buy, if I'm not mistaken. So if you're interested in the Alien series, there you go, 23 bucks, You get all of them on DVD plus the Blu-rays. Uh, I mean, excuse me, plus the the digital versions. I give this movie two stars. I can't recommend this movie to anybody. I say just skip it. Don't go watch it. Go watch the first one or the second one. I mean, I'm not huge on the second one. But it's significantly better than this piece of trash that I just watched. Uh, two stars. Don't recommend. Skip it. And now we're on to Alien Resurrection. I'm hoping it goes up from here, guys. Shout out. Uh, I, I'm going to be positive going into it. I'm hoping my mind has changed. But y'all let me know what y'all think about this movie. Did I get it right? Did I get it wrong? Email me, podcast at gmail.com. Also, visit us on Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter. Uh, we have uh, social media following there, so go check us out there. I appreciate y'all joining me on this review of Alien to the Third Power, and I will catch y'all next time on another review.